everyone, it's time for Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pika Stanas. This is episode 219, season 9. Today's date is May 13th, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, I will t- discuss my memories of Union 76 gas stations in Chicago and also the demise of MTV News that, uh, that was just announced this week. So this will be very interesting. Uh, Before I get started, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Volkswagen Rabbit. (laughs) Oh, boy. So uh, here's a commercial from 1979. I remember this car very well when it was introduced, that is. So sit back and relax and uh, just enjoy the commercial, and I'll be right back with the program. Thank you, everyone. Marvelous. I have a picture just like that. It's a painting. What kind of car are you driving? A 1979 Volkswagen Rabbit. How can you tell it's a rabbit? Careful. Those cars all look alike to me. You obviously have not driven a rabbit, my good man. But there are so many cars that cost less. Why a new rabbit? Because who would own a copy when he can own the original? Volkswagen does it. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Volkswagen Rabbit. I'll give you a brief history of this car. Uh, That was introduced in the the United States in 1975. Uh, I don't know about uh, in Germany. Uh, Actually, it was called the Golf MK1. But in the United States, uh, it was called the Volkswagen Rabbit. And they were produced in Germany. Uh, and then exported to uh, North America. And uh, they were around for eh, a long time, probably till like the mid-1980s, and then uh, they got rid of the rabbit, and then they uh, turned it and changed it to golf, you know, like worldwide. They brought the rabbit back briefly, and then they changed it back to golf. Uh, it's still being produced, I believe. You know, uh, from sources that I read, uh, the golf uh, replaced the beetle. You know, that went out of production in the mid seventies, and then the beetle returned in the ninety late nineteen nineties. My my old supervisor uh, from America Express, where I used to work, she bought a beetle. Yeah, and that was cool. She asked me to come downstairs to the office and take a look at it, and I and I did, and I go, that was cool. That was nice. I, I wish she asked me to, you know, take a ride. <laughs> she didn't do that. And uh, but I remember the commercials very well. Um, when I lived in my old neighborhood in Ashburn, I saw a couple people own it. Uh, they were parked in the driveway. Uh, I remember someone had a brown one. 
they look real nice, you know, and uh, the commercials were well known or well remembered then too. So uh, that's, that's nice going back to a time seeing all that. <laughs> Today you have SUVs and, you know, not many car, not many, not many regular cars that the uh today you know I'm not a fan of suv they're too big <laughs> yeah so uh that's kind of nice okay anyway uh in the beginning of the program i said i was going to discuss the uh my, my memories of union 76 gas stations in chicago and also i talk about the demise of mtv news before i get started uh, i want to mention something uh Yesterday, I received a message on Instagram from a fan, and he said he loves my work. He loves my posts. He loves my podcast. It was the nicest thing he ever wrote. Uh, anyone has wrote, written for me. There are other people that ha that have done that. You know, they just comment. You know, and but I had to post that on social media because uh, it was very sweet, and I felt kind of teary eyed like that so it's it's nice like that so um i'm not fishing for compliments that's not my that's not my personality that's not what i that's not what i do but this was very special it really does because most people don't know that uh other people love what i do every day of course you get bad comments you know uh trolls as we call it in the internet age i get a few of those i really do and uh some they're not as bad i mean they're nasty uh but when it's personal you know like they call you names or they feel like uh you know that's uh yeah one guy uh, i remember one guy wrote that I, he said this is during the uh the pandemic he goes i hope you get COVID." <laughs> that's nice <laughs> you know that's uh i blocked them so that's uh, that's what you do you just uh ignore them there are haters there are haters uh, uh if you're a public figure i know a lot of people in the media get that probably practically every day and they say comments you know a political figure or someone on the news or a reporter in entertainment, they, they get them all the time, you know, and people are nasty. Otherwise they get uh, wonderful comments. You know, they say you do a good job. We love what you do. And that's great. I get that too, you know, but uh, you know, whenever I post something, somehow it leads to political and nasty. And then you have people fighting. Uh, that's happened in, uh, not just on my page, not really, just on my groups. And it just, especially about Chicago, uh, then it just it just explodes, and I, I I have to delete them or block them. It just it's ridiculous. And most of the people are not don't live here, they or never visited Chicago, or they moved away long long time ago. They just do this because based on the news, you know, on the cable news. So I. I don't need that. I, I my groups are clean, my pages are clean. I keep it that way. That's the way it is. If you don't like it, that's tough. You know, because a lot of people don't want to see that. If they want to be informed about politics and other stuff, 
go ahead watch the news or watch any or just go on the internet and uh, look at the websites and just read uh, any political articles that's up to you you won't find it you'll find you won't find it by me Mm-mm. okay so uh so that's a message that that person sent to me that was very nice it really does i really appreciate it all right so here we go we're going to talk about uh union 76 gas stations now uh the company's still around but not in chicago uh but it has been in chicago for a long long time and uh let's see so it it was it was founded in 1932 uh in in California, I think it was, uh, oh, I don't know exactly where, probably uh, somewhere Southern California. And then they were, uh, then they expanded to the Midwest and the Southeast and they acquired uh, Pure Oil, you know, company. Do you remember that one? A lot of people who have lived in Chicago in the a long time ago, like in back uh, until like from the 1910s to 1960s they remembered this gas station and i i i sort of remember when i was little i I think i remember a glimpse of that so they acquired that and then they turned into union 76 and uh, according to the comments from people yesterday when i posted this they said uh they had a Let's see a plant in Lamont, Illinois. I sort of remember that. Also, they had a corporate office in Schaumburg. Not that I remember. And because when I got out of DeVry, uh, when I graduated in 1986, uh, I started mailing out resumes the old way, not through the internet. You um, go to have them printed with envelopes. <laughs> And then you go through the news, Sunday newspapers. That's what I did. Then you start mailing them out. And I mailed one out to uh, Unicall. That's what it's called. The Union Oil Company of California. And which was located, which I said uh, before it was located in Schaumburg. And uh, I did mail on, I mail, mail my recipe there. I did get a interview, you know, I got a call back or a letter and they told me uh why don't you come why don't you come over and i'll interview will you have an interview i said okay the problem was it's it was far away i live on the south side this was schomburg but it was a good opportunity you know to get my feet wet into program computer programming that is you know as an intern okay because that's what they taught us at devry you know just get every opportunity you can get you know start at the bottom so I remember I drove there. Uh, it was very nice. I remember the person that interviewed me. Uh, he said, uh, you seem like a bright person. Uh, we're interested. Would you like to start? And I said, okay. All right. So uh, we'll call you back, you know, for a second interview. Okay. Believe it or not, that did not happen. They sent me a letter and they told me no. That was not nice. <laughs> no, 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 that was not nice. I felt uh, dejected. You know, I, it was de- embarrassing. You know, I got my hopes up. Also, I was relieved because I didn't want to commute there. You know, it was too far. 
but I, it sounds like I was promised a job there, but uh, I don't know what happened because I don't think it was the person who interviewed me. I think it was someone in charge that decided, nah, Pete is not, he's not a good fit for this company. I said, okay, well, still hurts at times, but that's all right. Anyway, um, then it lasted through the Midwest until um, probably to, uh, I don't know, like uh, like the 90s or 2000s. And then they, uh, they sold uh, everything from the mid sold in the Midwest and, the, and that. And then they uh, changed it to, and then they were all converted to uh, Sitco. Also, uh, they also, mer in 2001, they merged the 76 brand, and uh, that, was, that was from Philips 66 and Conoco, Conoco. I don't think we had a Conoco in um, Chicago. I remember Philips 66. I remember one gas station that was on, I believe, on the corner of 85th Street in Pulaski, right near Vito Next Pizza. I think I remember that. They were all over, but... As for 76 stations, I don't really remember seeing those. Not the gas stations. I forgot. I remember Clark. Um, I remember that. Uh, like Esso. Remember those gas stations? I remember those, but not. Or Amico, which, by the way, they're coming back. Uh, I think they are back in Chicago, but they were and also standard gas stations, but uh, not Union 76. Mm -mm. So there's uh, the brand is still sort of around in a way, but you know, I'm talking about elsewhere in the United States. So, but they're very prominent out west, so you can see that just like Sinclair. You know, there's a few out west, like I believe in Colorado, mostly there, but there were a lot of them in the in the uh, Midwest at the at one time. Uh, maybe someday. I think I talked about it in one episode. Maybe I'll do it again. You know, sort of expand it. We'll see about that. All right. Uh, right now, I'm going to play a commercial uh, from 1978. It's a Union 76. Uh, you know commercial that is and it features uh murph the guest station man <laughs> and uh that was uh played by rick richard x slattery so uh he was a a famous character actor so once i played this uh commercial i'll talk a little bit about him and my memories of watching him Okay, of this actor on television. So just sit back and relax and just enjoy the commercial. And I'll be right back. Thank you, everyone. Murph, my engine's missing and my wife won't talk to me. If a newlywed, you're off to a pretty rough start. He said he had the car tuned up. Well, I did. You did? Then why are we here instead of at Honeymoon Lodge? Somebody probably pulled the spark plug wire. It's an old wedding drink. Turn it off. Okay, start her up. Murph, you saved my marriage. Well, getting people off to a smooth start is what the spirit of 76 is all about. Go with the spirit, the spirit of 76. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial with uh, Murph. 
you know, in the Union 76 gas station commercial. Um, that was uh, portrayed by actor Richard X. Slattery. Excuse me. His real his full name was uh, Richard Xavier Slatter, Slattery, and uh, he was a character actor in film, theater, television. That man was everywhere. Uh, he was uh, in the movies, mostly television. Um, I remember watching the commercials during the Cubs games, uh, some from the late seventies all the way to the eighties, and they filmed the most of the commercials were. Uh, filmed at a 76 gas station that was adjacent to Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. So it's probably what, and probably aired it all over the place. But it was mostly during the Cubs games. I remember seeing that. And, uh, and <laughs> so it was kind of funny. The spirit of 76. You remember that? You know, that's a, and, uh, so let, let me give him, let, uh, I'll uh, explain about his biography. So he was born in New York. And uh, see, he was in the Air Force during World War II. And then uh, before that, uh, he was an actor. He really, he was a policeman in, the, in NYPD. He was there for 12 years. And then uh, he started in community theater. And then he got discovered. So uh, I'll give you an example of what TV shows he appeared, uh, if you want to know. He appeared on Gunsmoke, Andy Griffith Show, F Troop, uh, The Andy Griffith Show. Uh, did I say that right? Maybe I did. I'm sorry. Then Bewitched, Bonanza, The Partridge Family, The Odd Couple, uh, The Waltons, Kojak, any, any, a lot of shows, a lot of TV shows. Oh, he was, uh, you know, you saw his face. And uh, my favorite was he was in Bewitch. He always played a neighbor or a policeman, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and let's see. And then um, he started in three um, TV series. Uh, one was The Gallant Man. That was during, That was about World War Two. I have that on DVD. That's a good show. Uh, they don't la- uh, that's premiered in 1962 and lasted for one season. And uh, also there was a one season show called Mr. Roberts based on the uh, movie and uh, the, and the play. Uh, the play was in, uh, actually it's from a novel from 1946. The play was uh, premiered in Broadway in 1948. And the film premiered in 1955. And uh, the uh, the sitcom premiered in 1965, lasted one season. That's it. Also, his last uh, role, uh, feature role, was CPO Sharky that featured, that featured uh, Don Rickles. <laughs> oh, can you imagine those two, you know, arguing like that? I have that on DVD as well. It's a hilarious show. It ran for about two seasons. And... Uh, I watched it, uh, the entire show, um, all of it, all the episodes on DVD, and it was hilarious. You know, he, he was great. He really was. Like that. And uh, unfortunately, he passed away on January 27, 1997. He was 71 years old. But we all remember him as Murph, you know, the gas station uh, 
uh, he was the owner of uh, Murph's 76 station, you know, where during the commercials, uh, someone uh, came to his uh, gas station, they had a dilemma with their car, you know, and he, he always fixed it and uh, gave uh, kind of uh, advice <laughs> that. Yeah, so also uh, I want to mention about uh, Union 76 is the balls, you know, the orange balls. When they started, uh, when they went into business, they had the rotating ball at each uh, station, you know, rotate. That was kind of cool. When I was little, I used to see that, you know, like they turn around. They, I was fascinated when I was a little kid. It would just rotate, you know, turn like that. Also, uh, what's popular was that they had these uh, balls that were attached to your antennas, you know, your car antennas and your radio, like that. I saw a few of those when I was little, and not many, but a lot of people remembered that. So that was kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's great memories of uh, about Union 76. Okay. Next up, I'm going to talk about MTV News. Now, this this, uh, this um, the news about MTV News uh, was a complete shock. Uh, they announced that uh, it was closed. So they decided to uh, shut it down. And that happened about a few days ago. Uh, it started in 1987, uh, but it was first called The Weekend Rock, or Weekend Rock, that is, excuse me. And uh, it was a, a new show that aired on MTV uh, on the weekends. I think sometimes Saturdays or Sundays. I think Sundays. Uh, they had like an hour show. And it was hosted by Kurt Loder. You all remember him. Uh, he did that. He, he hosted the, the show for many years, many, many years. Later on, it changed the name to MTV News. And then they had like news briefs all during when MTV was on the air. And uh, just like, uh, you know, when you watch ABC News, you know, here's an ABC News World News Brief or something like that. And uh, just like in the 70s and 80s, which was kind of nice. He was a great uh, correspondent. Uh, I liked him a lot. He, I really did. And uh, I started watching when I, um, this is back then when MTV was MTV, not uh, what it is today, because they don't play uh, music anymore. They have reality shows and all kinds of nonsense, you know. So it's unrecognizable today. It really is. It's not. It's there's no music. They had another cable channel called MTV Classics or MTV. Well, first MTV Two, uh, but that changed as well. Um, but if you want to watch classic MTV, go on YouTube and uh, just go back to the days back in 1981, when it, in August, that is, start watching. They have the first episode of that, you know, the first day that aired. It's kind of nice. It feels wonderful. They showed, they showed the first uh, video that aired, you know, and the second one and the third one, like that. And they played videos until in, during the 80s, but then they broadened their programming, you know. So uh, 
he added the news. So that's great. And then they had the MTV Video Music Awards. Uh, I think it's still around, I believe. I haven't watched that in a long time. But the news was very good. And I remember late at night uh, when I watched MTV, where I'm in the mood to watch a music video. Then all of a sudden they had uh, the news. And then you hear that sound. Boom, boom, boom. And then here comes the news. <laughs> and there's Kurt Loader. You know, um, he had he would, uh, you know, tell us what's going on in the music world like that. And uh, but right now I'm going to play a a clip, and this is from March 31st, 1996, and that's the MT, it's an MTV News uh, update with Kurt Loder. Okay. So when I, uh, after I play the clip, I will talk a little bit more about that. Uh, actually, I'll talk about a little more, more about him and, uh, and, and one uh, breaking news that he interrupted uh, MTV programming. Okay, so just sit back and relax and I'll be right back. Thank you. I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News Brief. Singer Phil Collins has announced that his 25-year association with Genesis is finally over. Collins, who says that he wanted to concentrate more on his solo career, as well as music and for movies and jazz projects, says he remains the best of friends with the other members of Genesis who are currently shopping for a new singer. Keyboardist Tony Banks says the next Genesis album will be, quote, heavier and darker. And speaking of heavier and darker, Slayer has replaced drummer Paul Bostaff with John Deddy, formerly of Testament and Evil Dead. Bostaff, sources close to the band say, was burned out. That's the news for now. We'll be back with more news later here on MTV. Okay, everyone, I am back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the news brief from MTV News with Kurt Loder. Uh, let me talk a little bit about him. Uh, in the 1980s, he was an editor for Rolling Stone magazine. And uh, he was, uh, then they got, he got hired you know, to do, uh, to be the anchor and correspondent of MTV News. Uh, he's most famous for, with the, a very important news bulletin that happened in 1994, uh, happened in April, that Kurt Cobain of the lead singer of Nirvana, you know, committed suicide. You know, that was, that, that was huge. That was huge news. And, I think I would. I think I watched it, but no, I, I don't think I watched it while it aired. I think it was later on. So uh, while it, when it happened, then I switched over. I was watching regular TV, then you know on cable, you know just the other stations. Then I switched over to MTV, and then they kept uh, talking about it all day long. So that was uh, it. Was a shock to music fans. You know, and uh, it's still talked about to this day, you know, because uh, that album, uh, you know, with Nirvana, uh, he did it. Well, they, they recorded a couple of albums, but uh, so that was uh, that was very that was a, that was sad. That really was. Uh, they were on their way to. They were. They were. It, the way to start them, they were very uh, popular. But then um, that was the end of the band. You know, they didn't continue. Of course, uh, 
Let's see. So uh, David Grohl, who was in the ba band, Dave Grohl, that is, he went on to the few Foo Fighters. And he's still with the group today. You know. And uh, then there were other correspondents as well, um, which uh, there was not just Kurt Loder, there was Tabitha Soren. You remember her? It was John Norris, Suchin Peck, Chris Connolly. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he's still you still see him on TV. Allison Stewart and Gideon Yago. That name rings a bell. I th I'm sure there were others, you know, like that. And uh, according to some articles that uh, after it was announced that MTV News was shutting down, uh, a lot of them were, you know, reminiscing like that. Even the VJs from MTV, like, for example, uh, Martha Quinn. And, uh, and she said, oh, that's sad. That really is sad. You know, the golden age of MTV is gone. <laughs> like, so uh, it's kind of, I remember these people that said the news. It wasn't just Kurt Loder. It was those guys like that. So uh, that's a shame. I, I guess uh, times have changed and budget cuts and the way we watch the news. Now, we can get on the Internet. We don't have to watch television. We still do, but uh, you can get your source of news on the internet, on your phone, your desktop, your tablet, you know, like that. I, I don't know if MTV News is still live uh, on the website. I don't know if they shut that down. I haven't looked. I, I think I checked about a couple of days ago. It's still there. We'll see. Maybe they're going to redesign it. Who knows? I think it will be. I'm not sure. Okay. So that's it for this show. Uh, I'll do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about my memories of Union 76 gas stations in Chicago. Also, uh, MTV News, uh, the demise of that. And uh, so that's uh, it's nice going down memory lane with those two topics. Okay. Uh, I will not do another podcast episode tomorrow because it is Mother's Day. So I want to spend time with my mom. So, like everyone else. And uh, I'll probably do one Tuesday. We'll see. If not, I'll do one on the weekend. Next weekend, that is. And that would be episode 220. Hmm. So, uh, so uh, it's kind of a dreary weekend. So, hopefully, the sun will come up. And hopefully, tomorrow, Mother's, uh, Mother's Day will be a very nice day. I heard it's going to rain off and on. Uh, what can you do? <laughs> so uh, this is Pico Sanchez, your host for uh, Vanishing Common Stories, the podcast. Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, once this podcast is published, uh, you can find it wherever podcasts are available. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just subscribe and you'll get a notification. Also, on my YouTube channel, Banish Chicago Land Stories, subscribe to that on my channel. Also, posted will be, excuse me, also will be posted on my social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter, and on my website, VanishChicagoLand.blog. Okay, so I'm signing off right now. Bye-bye uh, for me. And here's a little traveling music from Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone, and so long.
We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.